the poll whistle a ringside view of the five state elections the just concluded punjab's assembly elections was noted for its 5% fallen voter turnout this has triggered speculations of a battle much closer than what was expected to dive deeper into the electoral dynamics and the probable post verdict number crunching and more we have with us senior journalist gautam deer hi gautam welcome hi. to dh radio how are you thank you so much now unlike in the past elections the dynamics of punjab has changed uh, dramatically this time the low voter turnout has added to the complexities how did all this uh, come about you see this punjab election has been one of the very interesting elections and uh, very crucial in fact dip in voter percentage uh, definitely indicates uh, if you go by the thumb rule of a higher voter percentage indicates a craving for a change it did not touch the voter percentage which was in 2017 which was i believe something around 76% uh, against 71.65 this time so punjab essentially has three regions just to decipher it for you one is uh, majha and then is dwaba and then is malwa malwa region is politically significant electorally significant because it constitutes about 69 seats exactly out of 117 in punjab whosoever wins this area essentially goes to form the government so in several of malwa district the voter turnout was more than last time and malwa is one place where the aam aadmi party had significant footholds even in 2017 now as far as why this election is was different in many ways uh, is because you know punjab elections traditionally have been essentially a bipolar contest between two parties congress thereafter no governments were repeated for many decades until 2007 when the kalis uh, had a decade long tenure so uh, what really happened this time was that beyond the staple parties congress and the akali bjp alliance taking turns one after the other after five years this time there were about five major contenders in poll fray and out of five four of them were stronger players it's like not like somebody was weak or something like this and there were a lot of churning that happened in the run up to the election captain amrinder singh formed his new party the bsp formed an alliance with the akali dal the bjp fell apart from its 23 year old ally the akali dal so a lot changed so more the number of people in poll fray it's bound to split the votes and punjab has always given a clear mandate it has never given a split mandate and this is the first time when even pollsters if you have to believe them or people who are traveling they are giving a kind of a, a split mandate in the sense that there could be a single largest party but it's difficult to say that one party could touch the 59 seats mark which is the halfway to form the government now what has been the poll narrative itself going by your analysis of the campaign heat generated by multiple political formations and what are the equations that will have an impact on the verdict you see this is the only election where perhaps much of the narrative in the 2017 election and the 2022 election remained much the same now why i say that because the 2017 assembly elections were fought essentially on the issue of drugs and sacrilege and uh, this time also nothing tangible could be done in the last 5 years and uh, so the narrative remained much the same around the sacrilege issue and the unfilled promises on 
ebbing the drug menace and all that stuff now the new fabric in the uh, entire political canvas was the aam aadmi party talking about the delhi model of growth and showing some hope about how they could transform schools and healthcare infrastructure on the lines of delhi of course they were also having the rhetoric around drugs and sacrilege but this was the only party which was talking about growth or making lives better in terms of better school and better health infrastructure you see one votes for a party for 5 years and then the party goes to election okay bias on that how much did we do well or did we not perform and all the incumbent congress which was in power for 5 years it sought vote on the basis of the last 111 days of the government led by charanjit singh chani and they wanted to expunge the entire four and a half years so i won't use the word betrayal it betrayal could be an apt word to say that you have betrayed the voters if avinder singh was not doing that well why did you not think about all this why this at the fag end of the tenure you see um, when rahul gandhi was here he talked about that please don't make punjab a laboratory of experiments but what he did was just the opposite punjab for rahul gandhi the junior siblings you know has been a laboratory of sorts in the sense that all experimentation with regard to congress has been done in punjab it also indicates the generational shift from sonia gandhi to rahul and priyanka gandhi of course they are flexing their muscles rightly so but you know how you would want to ax an old war horse of the congress after four and a half years i'm not saying it was not justifiable we can have a counter to that but why was this decision taken when elections around the corner if you talk about the gandhis experimenting with punjab this is the first time that you have seen a dalit chief minister in punjab never before did you see but for two non jat six chief ministers basically for a long predominantly wrong period of the polity in punjab they have been ruled by the dominant jat six community this is the first time that you are seeing after gandhi dial singh that we are having a dalit chief minister so this is experimental in punjab not that people didn't know earlier that we have 33% dalit vote which is the highest percentage in the country so we knew it like all this while so but why did we not experiment with the dalit face earlier so why this time only then when it came to announcing the chief minister's face you had your poster boy navjot singh sidhu there you preferred not to elevate him as the chief minister's face you went ahead with chani as if so in lot many ways when rahul gandhi talks about not experimenting with punjab not seeing it as a laboratory it actually did the opposite at the same time it indicates how these junior sibling gandhis are flexing their muscles no i yeah. was coming to that uh, now beyond congress we also have new political formations like the bahujan samaj party and the akali dal which has only complicated a clear reading on the uh, ground reality uh, yeah. could you throw more light on this you see my personal reason after traveling across punjab during the elections was that it's too early to write off the akali dal akali dal managed to get 15 seats last time you know it was a bad show after 10 years of rule of course there was anti incumbency but 15 was its worst ever performance akali dal but you know akali dal has looked like a party whether it was in power or whether it was out of power it looks like a party which has work in progress as you see on the roads when you have the signages work in progress it's always on the go 
it does not like have a honeymoon period a cooling off period when governments normally take you know after elections or in this up so akali dal is a strong cadre based party and it has its roots essentially in the hinterland of punjab and akali dal lived with this blemish of sacrilege it's one of the senior most leaders bikram singh majithia who's the younger brother of former union minister harsimrat kaur he was he booked in a case of drug and an fir was registered against him the police was on the lookout of him but despite all the blemish of sacrilege on the akali dal or the drugs the akali dal did not shy away from taking these questions during elections head on and it tried to you know kind of offset much of what it was then akali dal was seen as an anti farmer party when the three farm laws were being legislated by the cabinet and when harsimran kaur was privy to whatever was happening so but then it was a major decision to exit the alliance which was like 23 year old 97 was when they formed an alliance with the bjp with an eye on the urban hindu votes so it decided that the farmers issue is much more important and it could actually boom rang and they perhaps got the pulse of it that the farmers would launch a very resolute agitation on the borders or elsewhere in the hinterland and we may actually lose a lot of support if we kind of keep on uh, siding with the bjp so they kind of dropped the alliance and went ahead with the bsp now bsp has been a player in punjab for long it's not that the Akalis have not earlier tied up as an ally with the BSP. They did it earlier also, but the problem is that if BSP was to get them the Dalit votes, then the BSP could independently also do it. The peculiarity of the Dalits in Punjab is that they do not vote homogeneously. Now there are subcasts, many subcasts within the Dalits, the other Adharmis, uh, Ravi Dasias, and all. So some see eye to eye, some don't. They have their own lineages and all. So they don't block vote and block. They don't. vote in a homogeneous pattern a lot of vote the congress is able to get and besides a congress has tried to neutralize much of the gains which the akali dal intended by allying with the bsp by announcing a dalit face as chief minister it's a very major decision which the the congress did now this inherent in this decision is the possibility that you alienate the dominant jat sikh votes as i said earlier that punjab politics have been dominated by jat sikhs and uh, they have been most chief ministers barring gyani jal singh and channi all have been uh, jat sikhs so when you elevate somebody who's a dalit face rightly or otherwise as the chief minister there could be a palpable feeling amongst the dominant jat sikhs and could lead to some kind of counter polarization so that could be a possibility so uh, i don't think the alliance between the akali dal and the bsp will kind of swing the votes of the dalits in favor entirely of the akali dal bjp when it was an ally of the akali dal could manage roughly about 5% or 6% so the idea of allying with another party and that to a dalit dominated party is to see that whatever losses you had by exiting bjp you are able to offset some of them by alliance with the bsp with an unprecedented number of parties in the fray this time the yeah. post poll scenario could get extremely busy what if the results throw up a split verdict and a hung assembly do you think resort politics like what we have seen in karnataka will come into play yeah absolutely i mean you see as i said earlier punjab has always given a clear mandate and perhaps 
a lot of us are also looking at the possibility of a split mandate because there are so many players and much of them could be spoilers like uh, you have the party of uh, captain amrinder singh who after his unceremonious exit as the chief minister last september he formed this party by the name punjab lok congress plc now that is a party which uh, has uh, formed an alliance with bjp and uh, it was a matter of adding synergies and leveraging and uh, not beyond anything i don't think they are going to perform too well in this elections but as the akali dal wanted to offset the loss of bjp by lying with the bsp the bjp found some kind of political mileage if they had allied with the former congress chief minister and his party plc then we have the aam aadmi party the euphoria around the party is so much in punjab but the last minute hiccups which the party faced because of the statements given by kejriwal's former associate uh, kumar vishwas kind of trying to expose his uh, intentions as a, a khalistani ideologue or something to that effect you know that damaged the aam aadmi party considerably in 2017 and i'm saying the euphoria of the aam aadmi party in this election and in 2017 was much the same but as you say that in a relay race the last sprint matters the most so it could not really do well at the finish line the aam aadmi party last time also there was this association of uh, the aam aadmi party with, that they are trying to romanticize or flirt with the khalistani separatists or the ideologues uh, so uh, when in 2017 everybody saw that okay they could come to power on its own for the first time in its debut election they were confined to just 20 seats in the malwa region 18 were in the malwa region this time around also you know the issue was not so much created by the aam aadmi party but it was thrust upon them perhaps because they had to you know they were left with no choice but to counter it since kumar vishwas had uh, you know come out with those claims about kejriwal then there was this letter about the six uh, for justice which is a banned organization in india chani chief minister chani writing to amit shah that this is a very serious matter and amit shah taking note of that eventually i believe that letter was fake or something but there is a lot of perception that moves around when it selection time it's all about symbolism so aam aadmi party could uh, you know lose some seats because of the impression it was built uh, in 2017 and now again the same thing has happened but uh, essentially aam aadmi party looks like having a clear edge over others congress is closely even akali dal i would say they are the they cannot be written off so early and so there are so many parties and then there, there is this first time ever the farmer outfit that is a creation of the year long farmer i was yeah. coming to that that was yeah. the last yeah, question right. yeah yeah now after a vociferous extended agitation over the farm laws the leaders of that movement had floated parties uh, taking the electoral plunge now since punjab is largely an agrarian state it was expected that this would have an impact but uh, from all indications on the ground that has not happened is there something that we are missing yeah so uh, you see the very character of the farmers agitation was you know unexpected nobody expected that it could be such a resolute protest and such a flamboyant protest on the borders and farmers from you know punjab and haryana have difference of opinion on the issue of syl because it's a contentious issue but this time you know the farmers of haryana also pitched in strongly there were 700 lives that were lost in one year during the farmers agitation and that eventually led to a scenario where the modi government 
had to succumb and had to repeal those three dark farm laws now having all this in your baggage and having approaching an election anybody would have thought that a farmers party would actually do tremendously well on the political turf so a party led by balbir singh rajewal he formed a party says he had a farmers outfit which was fighting against the farm laws under the umbrella of the takayat led uh, sangharsh uh, samiti he then formed a political party presuming that he would get an overwhelming support Uh, from farmers as you said it's an agrarian state and it contributes majority to the food bowl of the country punjab and haryana so he did not really manage you know a lot of groundswell and uh, one they were finding there was choice of candidates were pretty much uh, you know off track they could not find balbir singh rajewal was on record saying that we don't have the experience to fight political elections and we don't have the money we don't have the wherewithal the paraphernalia to deal with such situations that we are encountering new challenges every day then there was this thought that you make your intent very obvious when you fight an election after coming out of a farmers agitation you lose the the very sacrosanct idea behind the farmers agitation that a lot of uh, interland saw it was defeated presumably defeated in the very fact that you form a political party and you are following the same route which is why a lot of major farmer organization like dku grain and all these people who had considerable hold who hold sway in areas of malwa they actually decided not to support rajewal political outfit so frankly this needs to be deciphered eventually and results come but when i was traveling in areas where this guy farm leader and he's spent like 50 years in for the cause of farmers but he was drawing little crowds and he was struggling to you know connect with the people so all these happen so i don't think there is much you can expect so again like parties like the sanyuk samaj morcha and all they are going to be more spoilers if they are not winning seats but they are going to churn out some bit of vote banks so that is going to actually be playing a decisive role and as you said we are looking perhaps at a hung assembly again contrary to what punjab has always as i said given a clear mandate so this needs to be deciphered eventually on why this failed and all this so far since this is a first party and it did not have any baggage of of the past so this should have done well coming out of a year long agitation but that perhaps i did not see that groundswell when i was traveling yeah and that brings us to the end of this episode of the poll whistle series Uh, thank you gautam for your insights and perspectives thank you so much welcome anyway bye